Welcome to the St. Michael Easter podcast series. My name is Ken Brannan, and I will be leading our meditation today, which includes prayers, a scripture reading, and a reflection on the reading. May you be blessed this Easter season. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. A reading from Psalm 91, as found in the Book of Common Prayer. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High abides under the shadow of the Almighty. He shall say to the Lord, You are my refuge and my stronghold, my God in whom I put my trust. He shall deliver you from the snare of the hunter and from the deadly pestilence. He shall cover you with his pinions, and you shall find refuge under his wings. His faithfulness shall be a shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of any terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, of the plague that stalks in the darkness, nor of the sickness that lays waste at midday. A thousand shall fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Your eyes have only to behold to see the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord your refuge, and the Most High your habitation. There shall no evil happen to you, neither shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. They shall bear you in their hands, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the adder. You shall trample the young lion and the serpent under your feet. Because he is bound to me in love, Therefore will I deliver him. I will protect him, because he knows my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I am with him in trouble. I will rescue him and bring him to honor. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Here ends the reading. Psalm 91 belongs on the list of greatest biblical hits, if there is such a list. This psalm is a classic. I'll tell you why I love it, and then I'll tell you why it's dangerous, particularly in a time of trouble. First, I love this psalm because it's so reassuring. It's filled with images of divine care and protection. Listen again to these phrases. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High abides under the shadow of the Almighty. He shall deliver you from the snare of the hunter and from the deadly pestilence. He shall cover you with his pinions, and you shall find refuge under his wings. You shall not be afraid of any terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, of the plague that stalks in the darkness, nor of the sickness that lays waste at midday. There shall no evil happen to you, neither shall any plague come near your dwelling. Who wouldn't like this psalm? Who doesn't long for protection, care, and safety? Particularly when a novel coronavirus is spreading through the land, who doesn't pray for deliverance from the deadly pestilence? The problem is that some people take this psalm literally. Some people see their relationship with God as transactional. If I'm good enough, or faithful enough, or holy enough, I'll be spared from hurt or harm. That was actually one of the temptations that Jesus faced in the wilderness. The devil quoted this very psalm. 
for he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. They shall bear you in their hands, lest you dash your foot against a stone. The devil tried to test Jesus, to get him to reduce his relationship with the Father to a series of transactions. But Jesus said, no, the rain falls on the just and the unjust. Good things happen to bad people and bad things happen to good people. Sometimes life just happens and it doesn't matter who you are or what you do. We can't earn safety by being good. Does this mean that Psalm 91 is useless? That it's just a vestige of some bygone era? Absolutely not. What this psalm is emphasizing is the depth of God's love for creation and the profound security that comes with practicing this love. Walking in the way of love won't prevent bad things from happening. Walking in the way of love simply puts us in sync with our Maker and assures us that no matter what happens, we are secure in God. A verse toward the end of the psalm puts the whole passage in perspective. As God says, He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I am with him in trouble. Following God won't protect us from harm, but it will give us courage to face whatever comes our way. Living in love won't save us from the deadly pestilence, but it will make our life worth living. As it says at the beginning of the burial rite, whether we live or die, we are the Lord's possession. God is continually healing us and saving us and making us whole. This process doesn't just happen on this side of the grave, but on the other side as well. That's what's so marvelous about the Jesus story. Jesus chose to walk in love, in full trust of the one who made him and loved him and called him by name. Jesus practiced that love even when people threatened him, lied about him, tortured him, and killed him. Jesus was perfect, not because he never made mistakes, but because he always chose love, even in the face of death. For a few brief days after the crucifixion, it seemed that the devil had won. Clearly, no angels had come to Jesus' rescue. But in the resurrection, we see that life and God is far greater than physical existence can contain. God's very being is healing, wholeness, and salvation. That is the future that awaits us, not because nothing bad will happen to us, but because those scary things are no match for God's love. Not arrows, not plagues, not even death itself. Psalm 91 is right. No matter what happens, we rest secure in God, who made us and loves us and calls us by name. Amen. Now let us pray as our Savior Christ taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Almighty God, whose most dear Son went not up to joy, but first he suffered pain and entered not in glory before he was crucified. Mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, 
may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen.